Maraming kwento ang ating mga kapatid sa LGBTQIA community. Minsan puno ng saya at tawanan, minsan na may tungkol sa tapang at tatag ng loob. Sa kabila nito, ang laban sa pagkakapantay-pantay at karapatan ay malayo pa din sa realidad. Paano tayo makakatulong para tugunan ito? Paano tayo makakasama sa kanilang laban? Ang sagot dyan ay chika sa atin ang trans tita ng Twitter, Tita Tiza Strada. Welcome to Tuesdays with Borgie, your every Tuesday dose of kwentuwang may kwenta para sa bayan. What's up mga Tuesdays? This is Borgie and I'm back with another episode kung saan pag-uusapan natin ang mga kwento, hindi lamang ng katatawanan, kung hindi maging ng tapang at tatag ng loob bilang miyembro ng LGBTQIA community ng ating bigating guest sa ating episode. Alamin natin kung paano nga ba siya nagsimula sa pakikibaka para sa pagkakapantay-pantay at pagkilala sa karapatan ng LGBTQIA. Para sa ating kwentang bayan, ang kwentong may kwenta para sa bayan, help me welcome ang creative director, freelance writer, and trustee ng Metro Manila Pride, at syempre, my most favorite tita of all time, Tita Thais Estrada. Hi, Borge! Hi, Tita! Thank you. Thank you so much for for joining me uh, for this episode. Kumusta ka naman? Magandang magandang uh, araw sa iyo no? at uh, sa ating mga tagapakinig ng inyong uh, Tuesdays with Borgie. Uh, ako ay feeling very, very good and feeling very, very hot kasi napakainit <laughs> ng ating current summer situation sa Pilipinas. Diyos ko, grabe talaga naman. Naka, <laughs> naka, kasing init ng ating mga advocacies at mga passions, no? Ang uh, summer this year. Uh, and, well, I, I'm I'm absolutely doing well. Nakaka-recover na kaunti, ng paunti-unti sa malaking effects ng uh, pandemya, nabakunahan na rin tayo. Wow. Uh, may ano na, may uh, peace of mind na kahit papano. Tuloy ang laban, tuloy ang laban para sa marami nating mga advocacy. Thank you so much, Tita Tais. And for everyone's information, very close kami, Tita Tais, but actually, hindi pa kami nagkikita personally. Although, yes. <laughs> matagal lang hindi nakukulayan ng drawing namin ni Tita na magpo. Matagal, oo, oh, oo, oh, grabe. Kailangan ng kulayan. <laughs> Kaya nga, but dati, si Tita isang host nung mm. nag-guest ako sa isang session for Quarant Talk. But now, ako naman yung, yung manggigisa sa kanya <laughs> ngayon sa ating episode. And Tita Tais has been really um, generous when it comes to giving us, you know, tips, um, konting push para ipagbatuloy yung mga advocacy natin. So, thank you so much, Tita. And I'm so excited to learn from you. So, Tita Tais, um, being part of the LGBTQIA community is something and, you know, advocating for it is another thing. How did you realize that you want to fight for the community's rights and to use your voice and platform to advocate for it? Ano yung masasabi mong kwento ng isang trans-tita ng Twitter na si Tita Tais Estrada? Oh, very good question. I didn't set out to be an advocate of anything at first, no? It's more of like, well, ganito. Uh, exposed na exposed na ako sa uh, advocacy work, uh, why activists do uh, their the thing that they do. And, you know, being a student in a very progressive university like UP really informs you that the world is not, you know, just revolves around you. Dumikit sa akin yung ganong um, mindset, no? Uh, but I never thought na I would be advocating for SOGI equality or LGBTQIA kasi akala ko noon it's some it's a duty reserved for people who can 
you know, um, do it 24-7, who are experts in uh, gender and sexuality. Well, it's still true. Uh, you have to educate yourself if you want to talk and uh, discuss things related to it. But in my experience, hindi kailangan na uh, maging eksperto. No? Mas importante ang pagkukwento ng iyong pinagdaanan. Dahil ka kakaiba sa ibang mga advokasya ay uh, yung beauty niya is yung sa diversity ng experience ng mga tao. So, it really gives you that chance to speak out on your very own way why you need to be respected at bakit kailangan respetuhin ang iyong uh, soji o pagiging LGBTQIA. Magana lang tayo, no? Definition of terms. Ang, para lang sa ating uh, audience, ang gender identity and expression. Ito ang, uh, ito ay definition, no? Ng pagiging diverse, ng experience, ng human sexuality and gender. Ang unang-unang, kung hindi pa kayo nakarinig kung ang, no, ang soji ever in your life, ang una niyong kailangan malaman ay ang realidad na hiwalay ang seksualidad sa gender, even sa what we know as kasarian. Okay? So, yun yung, yung, yung meaning ng soji ay ang pagkakahiwalay nitong mga uh, terminong ito. Ang soji, it, it uh, allows for understanding of human sexuality and gender na uh, hindi siya nakukumpul sa isang binary, which is just male and female. There are so many things in between. Pag yun naririnig ng mga tao na never nila na-consider na may ganun pala, so, talagang parang may nabubuksang kung anong third eye uh, sa kanila, no? Uh, when it's introduced na ang konsepto ng pagiging transgender, konsepto ng pagiging pansexual, bisexual, na napakarami pala nito, no? And uh, yun yung beauty nun. At uh, yun, yung, yun yung pinag-aaralan natin, yun yung dapat nating uh, matutunan. Pero most importantly, matutunang respetuhin. Yun lang yung pinaka-bottom line. Back to the question. So when did it start? It started when I was working already. Siguro 2009-2010, I was working at a BPO, a multinational, a big BPO. Hindi uh, ko nalang mabanggitin yung pangalan. Pero that BPO had a, uso kasi BPO noon, no? Nung panahon ko. Yun talaga yung mga unang trabaho namin, uh, usually. So, no, doon, nagkaroon ako ng, I, don't, I didn't identify yet as transgender uh, during that time, 2009-2010. Pero nagkaroon ako ng uh, HR manager na trans. And then siya nag-encourage sa akin na maging active sa corporate social responsibility efforts ng kumpanya namin. Siyempre, may mga engagement policies yung mga ano, HR para oh, sumali ka sa ganito. So, sobrang active ko kasi I felt that it was kind of, you know, it's something giving back to the community. Marami kaming tree planting, marami kaming mga mga child, uh, mga education outreach, ganyan sa mga bata. Pero mas tumatak sa akin yung HIV AIDS, ano namin, outreach namin. Mm-hmm. Kasi naintindihan ko doon na intrinsically nakatali sa identity ng LGBTQIA ang incidence ng pagkakaroon ng HIV AIDS which is sobrang hindi ko alam no dito sa unfair pero like like disproportionate yung bilang so bakit ganoon at bakit hindi natin sila pinoprotektahan alam naman pala natin na sila yung unang biktima 
Mm-hmm. No? So, uh, anong mga kailangan natin gawin? So, ang lakas-lakas ko noon sa ganong klaseng advocacya, but within the confines of the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, I already understood that uh, part of you know understanding how to defeat the pandemic of HIV AIDS is to understand uh, the relationship of uh, being LGBTQIA din. So doon ko unang nalaman na ah kailangan ko mag-educate ng sarili ko kung ano ba talaga to, 'di ba? Ano ang LGBTQIA, ano mga issues kabilang doon sa komunidad na 'yan. Uh, at in the ang dulo niya ay you know matulungan sila na maiwasan uh, hindi magkaroon ng HIV. Nakatrabaho ko sa ganun na introduce ako sa mga iba't ibang organization na active sa iba't ibang mga uh, efforts for LGBTQIA. Doon ko din na-realize na hindi lang ako sobrang pa-girl na bakla. <laughs> Alam mo yun. Kasi di ba parang hindi lang ako pa-girl. Parang something in me is different. Nung natutunan ko yung mga soji yung iba't ibang klase ng quali- uh, classifications ng sexual human sexuality and gender doon ko na mas naintindihan kung ano ang sarili ko at doon ko nag doon ako nag self identify na ako ay trans mm. at nagsimula ako mag transition ngayon nalaman ko na pagiging trans pala sa mga pinakamahira talagang napakawawa na mga membro ng LGBTQIA just ko naman talaga you know like Um, disproportionately affected ng mental health, mm-hmm. uh, uh, physical abuse, emotional abuse, discrimination, and worse, murder and death and rape. So, um, yung mga trans ay uh, talagang pitiful ang buhay kung hindi ka uh, umiikot sa isang lugar na safe ka, no? Ang uh, sinasabi nga sa globally, ang mga trans, ang expect, life expectancy ng mga trans globally ay 35 years old lamang. What? Oo, ganun ka baba kasi when they self-identify in some countries, they are immediately killed. They are victims of murder. Uh, and then, ayun nga, so 35, imagine. I am 34, isang taon na lang. <laughs> Diba? May, yun na yung huling life expectancy ng pagiging trans ko, diba? Pero we intend to make that kind of... I mean, thinking about it, sabi, what can I do? Obviously, I can't let that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see a future that's different. Agree. And naging different... I mean, nag-iba na lang yung pananaw ko na why not become more active in this sense to defend, you know, who I am, diba? Mm-hmm. And eventually, nag-mature yung understanding ko ng advocacy na hindi ako, like, while it is pakikibaka, while it is pakikipaglaban, a lot of it is really courage. Mm-hmm. What I need, what I really need is to change people's mindsets. Mm-hmm. Make them understand who we are so that there's no more fear uh, in coming out, in uh, self-identifying, even within the, your, the, our own LGBTQI community, may mga... Uh, internalized homophobia pa rin eh. Diba? So, may mga takot pa rin eh. So, paano yun ibibit? Diba? Mm-hmm. So, as a society, yun yung pinakamalaki nating kailangang is-resolve. So, okay. nagsimula yung pinakamalaki kong tawag dito, involvement sa advocacy when I became part of Metro Manila Pride 
uh, I think that was in 2016, 2014, uh, 2014. Like, start Pride, tapos I joined them as trustee 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the ground, we, we try very hard all the time, of course, to be active on the ground. Pero a lot of, I mean, the, the trustees' work is more of an oversight thing. So, uh, but I'm happy to be able to influence uh, organizational decisions. Kasi proud na proud ako na hindi na lang party-party ang pride. Alam mo ba, Borge dati, mm. ang pride ay isang malaking party sa Malate. Oh. Sinasarado ang daan at may mga nakahubad na lalaki at nagsasayawan at nag, nagiinuman. Mm-hmm. And then now, Tita? It's completely changed. Uh, we understand that there's nothing to celebrate when people are still killed for who they are, raped for who they are, there's no social equality law. So why pattern your pride as a celebration sa mga countries na naka-achieve na ng, may mga batas na mm-hmm. uh, to protect their LGBT? So we contend as a organizers of the biggest pride march in, uh, in Asia that pride is a protest. Ito ay mananatiling protesta hanggat wala tayong mga batas na nagpaprotect sa mga sarili natin. It's a, it's a tall order because <laughs> it's been 20 years na nasa Kongreso ang Soji Equality Bill. 20, actually, 21 years na. Years Ilang administration na to, tita. Administration na. Na ano-ano? Na tinray na maipasa ang isang uh, anti-discrimination uh, rights-based anti-discrimination law. Pero hindi hindi maipasa dahil sa mga konserbatibo at mga saradong utak na parabang tagaano sila, no? gatekeepers ng karapatan ng ibang tao. Na when in fact, other rights are given to them so freely and without that are not, that are not being uh, you know experienced by the members of the community. Yes, so there's zero empathy, there's zero understanding and that's what we're going to change. Itong laban na to, itong klase ng ganitong uh, identity kasi ang ano natin eh, ang issue eh, no? Mm-hmm. So it's hard to generalize things because it experiences are unique. But that's the point. Uh, that's the reason why you should be understanding and empathetic of people's experiences because it's theirs and not yours. Therefore, whatever they're going to say that their experience is, you have to, the minimum is to respect it. Agree. Diba? So, um, doon nagbabase ang ating uh, plea, ang ating clamor no? na mas maintindihan tayo ng mga tao. Uh, we're not asking them to be part of like wala namang wala namang nagsasabi na pag ano ka pag naging advocate ka or like you you'd support the LGBTQIA ay LGBTQIA ka na rin agree agree thank you tita thank you for for that um i have listened to your story and i know it's really coming from from your from how you saw it how you saw uh, that you have the capacity to you know do something about it and Itong mga, mga issues na ito, itong clamors natin na ito, it speaks volume about how the fight for equality and the recognition of the rights of the LGBTQIA are still far from acceptance and far from how it should be. Along the process of fighting for, for these causes, 
maraming beses ka na sigurong muntik na sumuko, seeing na hindi nagka-progress yung, yung bill na about social equality, about how we need to change the mindset of the people. Ano, tita, yung nag-keep sa'yo to continue pushing forward? Do you have this certain memorable experience that you can share to us na nagbigay sa'yo ng extra push to still push through with it? Oh, yes, absolutely. And it's a very singular thing. Unfortunately, it's a very tragic one, no? When Jennifer Laude died, Uh, the transgender woman uh, murdered mm. by uh, an American serviceman uh, soldier, hindi ko matanggap mm-hmm. na ang response ng tao ay she deserved it. Parang ganun. Kasalanan niya. Yun yung sabi ng mga Kasalanan niya. She was accused of being a uh, sex worker mm-hmm. or like uh, somebody who took advantage of the guy mm-hmm. uh, na tawag dito nag- uh, hindi nag-disclose ng kanyang uh, transgender status, kaya nag-panic, kaya siya pinatay. Basically, nag-victim blame siya ng malala. Mm-mm. The thing is, it was related 100% to her being a transgender woman. Whenever I would read comments about it, na ganun ang response sa mga tao, I feel like if I died, yun din ang comments ng mga tao. Mm-mm. If I died the same way. It is, it, however violent, however crazy the method was of me dying, it's still my fault. Just because I'm trans. Hindi ko kinaya yun, Borch. It was uh, like, um, alam mo yun, imagine she was uh, trigger warning sa mga nakikinig, no? pero like, she was drowned sa inidoro. Diba? Imagine how hard, how long it would take for someone to drown. Uh, in that kind of experience, that kind of abuse. Imagine that kind of pain. And still, yet, siya pa rin na may kasalanan. She wasn't just killed, Tita, di ba? She was tortured. She was tortured, basically. She was made to undergo, like, extreme pain before she died. And, alam mo yun, she was dead named. Alam mo, sabi ko talaga, oh my God. I joined a vigil or a rally Mm-hmm. commemorating I think her six months death because it shook me it really shook me to the core I felt like that it could happen to me and it's painful that whatever gains I had with making my friends understand who I am marami pang iba na would just consider me as like some sort of an animal sumali ako dun sa isang vigil no? tapos dun ko narinig ang uh, speech ng pamilya niya ang speech ng mga transgender advocate at uh, nadurog ang puso ko talaga no kasi parang binigyan kami ng mga kandila to, to spell out the word stop uh, violence against trans women so isang malaking STOP stiri kami ng kandila doon lumuhod ako tumiyak pinalalangin ko doon na in your memory Jennifer I will do everything I can so that no one will ever experience of a transgender woman will have to wor- mourn their child because it was she was murdered because of who she was and i will do my best na magbago yung mga mindset ng mga tao para hindi na to mangyari para sa iba it yun ang yun ang talagang memorable kong experience fighting na buong buhay ko mag-aalay ako ng oras to make sure that transgender women are understood and heard well extended na ang buong LGBTQIA kasi alam mo yun. Yun yung mga kailangan magbago yun. Yung mindset. No one deserves to to die or to be tortured or even just to be judged because mm-hmm. of how you express yourself. Because of being who you truly are. Mm-hmm. Kahit tanggalin mo siya sa konteksa ng LGBT. Parang that's so inhumane. And to die because you are that kind of person. 
it's just un- clearly unacceptable. When you see it happen to others, it could easily be you. Being a transgender person is a constant battle. When we step out of our houses, the comfort of our houses, wala na, anything could happen to us because ang uh, default ay prejudice. Mm-hmm. Imagine The, the, the respect that is afforded to others na yung default ay respeto. Ang sa amin ay prejudice, saka ka nalang re-respetuhin, ay mabait pala siya, ay okay pala siya mag ay matalino pala siya, saka ka lang maka-afford ng respeto. Imagine, the baseline is ridicule, and they, find, they feel that they have the right na i-ridicule ka, hindi ko na alam. Like, uh, kailangan magbago ng napakalaking pagbabago para hindi na ito mangyari para sa ibang henerasyon. Yun yung talagang, yun yung sinasabi kong continue moving forward, pushing forward. Walang ibang rason to, kundi para sa ibang generation. Agreed. And siguro dito, yun yung common connotation ng mga tao na you'll only be accepted as a member of the LGBTQIA community kung, laging merong kung. Di ba? Hmm. Marami ako nabasa sa Twitter dito na parang they would say na, kailangan kung member ka ng LGBTQIA may honor ka maganda trabaho mo matalino ka why couldn't it just be na member ka ng LGBTQIA community even without living up to the standards or to the ex- to, you know, expectations of the people around you hmm. just because you're a member ang dami kasing uh, ano ba kultura kasi natin is pag LGBTQIA ka ikaw ay sayang mm-hmm. so how do you reverse being sayang to be useful somewhere else, <laughs> to be respectful in some other way. That's why a queer child has so much going on, uh, riding on his or her being compared to a straight child. Kasi malaki, marami siyang ipoprove, no? Ilang beses na itong uh, naipahayag na ng mga queer individuals na bakit noong time na ako ay bata, grabe ang pagpupursigi kong ma-recognize sa mga magulang ko. The effort is 10 times more than my my non-queer sibling. Mm. Bakit? Kasi ayoko silang mapahiyana kasi kahiyahiyana ako. Alam mo yung ganong klaseng self-loathing na meron ng LGBTQIA child? At sa murang edad na-realize niya na I have to be good at something because or else I'll be a failure. Or else, in the in the eyes of my parents, I will be doubly shameful. Mm-hmm. So imagine that kind of burden. Mag-adik-adik man yung kapatid mong straight, makapatay man siya, makarape man siya, wala siyang... Okay lang. Okay lang, wala effect naman yan, di ba? Mm-hmm. Pero pag sinabi mong bakla ka, ay napalayas ka ng sa pangal... The next hour, you're already out of the house. Imagine that kind of imbalance, you know? What if a parent or a family just loves a child whatever they are? They can afford the same love, the same acceptance, the same care for children who are mediocre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry to say, diba? But a queer child will have to do 10 times more. Imagine just to prove, just just to prove, to prove himself prove, or herself. Diba? Uh, on the lighter side of it, Tita, I'm I'm really happy to see you know 
um, kanina may nakita ko siya, uh, niretweet mo sa Twitter na yung sa Blues Blues ba yun, na yung, yung bata yes! talking about, you know, LGBTQIA flags, oh. how this should be part of the conversation. I, I'm seeing a lot of celebrities, online and offline influencers, you know, doing their part and really, you know, raising awareness about LGBTQIA and their rights and fighting for them even if they're in the part of the community. But still, a lot of people stigmatize yung mga hindi miyembro ng community whenever they stand up for the LGBTQIA. And I believe, I firmly believe na hindi mo naman talaga kailangan maging parte ng community para lumaban ka at para ipaglaban sila. From your perspective, Tita, how can we encourage those who are and those who are not part of the community to advocate for their rights, to stand up and fight alongside the community? Well, allies are extremely important to the fight. No? Ganito na lang kasi, ganito mo isipin. Saan nanggagaling ang diskriminasyon? Kundi doon sa hindi nakakaintindi. Walang empathy, walang pag-intindi, walang respeto. No? sa pagiging LGBTQIA. More often than not, because experiential ang pagiging LGBTQIA, you will never understand it unless you experience it firsthand. Unless you are it. So kaya napakahirap niyang itawid sa taong hindi ganun. Mm-hmm. Kasi parang pa hindi sa kanya, hindi siya ganun eh. Diba? But what we need is their empathy. Diba? Their understanding and their respect. So if we achieve that talagang ano na the battle the battle i guess is nearly won uh, if we have more and more uh, non queer individuals joining our fight you know this happens when you are extremely comfortable with your sexuality mm. like or uh, gender identity some of the men who i know are the biggest supporters of LGBTQIA rights are those who do not mind being called gay. Those who, like they will be they will be called such. They will be stigmatized. They will be called name. But then when they are called that, and then they realize sa mga tao na no, you're you're calling them gay as an insult. Um not to describe them because they're so confident in their sexuality they don't, they don't care what label you put on them they're just strong in their conviction that LGBTQIA individuals must have the same rights as they are so parang ito yung mga taong even if they are associated with they're not afraid eh so pakailan mo kung isip mong bakla ako eh so pakailan mo pakaisipin mong tomboy ako diba basta alam kong kailangan nila ng the same right so ganong klaseng mga individual sa kailangan na, uh, ng LGBTQIA community paano ba how do we encourage okay here's the thing about encouragement yun na nga they have to understand where we're all coming from a lot of it is it really education and a lot of it effective education is usually or most often that is peer to peer so kung ikaw ay LGBTQIA ang una mong dapat ini-influensahan ay yung nasa those who are around you or whatever kind of audience you have if it's not going to be the family then skip it wala problem i always see this on instagram para choose people who choose you there will always be people who will be on your side so ito yung mga taong dapat mong paintindihin and they might not be queer so yun yung isang magandang ano because these non-queer people mga straight they eventually become the parent. Kaya nga lang yung sinasabi, ano ba yung mga bakla? Tsaka mga tomboy, 
parang hindi naman hindi naman kayo uh, nagkakaanak but kayo dumadami. 'Di ba? Tapos parang ang sagot doon, eh ba't kayo kasi mga straight anak ng anak? <laughs> Most often din not sa inyo kami galing. Hindi hindi niyo ba na-realize 'yun? 'Di ba kung kung ipagbabawal natin ang pagiging bakla dahil doon ang sa source ng galing, eh wag nang mag-anak ang mga straight ever. 'Di ba? Sila talaga 'yung dapat mag sila dapat maintindihan kasi pag naging magulang 'yung mga 'yan, they have to be open to the possibility that their son or daughter might be queer, mm-hmm. 'di ba? And it's a good question to ask uh, potential parents. If you are going to have a queer child, how are you going to uh, handle it, 'di ba? Mm-hmm. Before being parents, they have to ask that question in themselves. How are they going to handle a queer child? Because if the answer is, nah, I'm not going to be accepting of the, my queer child. Babaguhin ko siya, etc. Then you just perpetuated the same you know, reasons why queer children are abused, why queer children are fearful of coming out, why uh, queer children are self-loathing and have mental health issues growing up. Diba? Anong klaseng magulang pa in that sense? Diba? Uh, so we are trying to make sure ito yung inagi-encourage natin na magbagong isip. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are allies. And also, isa pa pala, so is something I learned from one of my idols sa advocacy, uh, the transgender uh, model in the uh, United States, uh, si Gina Rosero. Miss Gina, when we had a few of our talks uh, online, uh, she said na, Thais, hindi enough actually a pagiging ally. It's just, uh, you know, it's a term to say na parang like, I have friends who are LGBTQIA and I support them. But that's just your friend. Oh, yeah. What we really need is for you to become an accomplice. Ibig sabihin, we want that when you are in a position to change anything, example, positions of power, positions of decision, you will decide for the benefit of your LGBTQIA friend, office mate, um, schoolmate, etc. You will choose them when they ha- when they when it merit being chosen. You will encourage them, not discourage them from doing stuff. In my own opinion, uh, it's as important to get the support of LG- every LGBTQIA to fight for their own rights as well as gain allies and accomplices in the fight. Agree. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tita, for highlighting that. And actually, wala sa line of question natin, I want to hear what's your word to young people, to members and non-members of the LGBTQI community in the upcoming 2022 elections. We know for a fact that, um, as you've mentioned, policies are very important and these policies are being created and acted and implemented, executed by people of power or from the government, by our leaders. So how do you think are our voices important in the upcoming elections? What are What's your final message, Tita? Ako, ito lang. So policy change, no? Because uh, we want generational change kasi, diba? So if it is institutionalized, somehow that uh, you are going to respect and not discriminate against LGBTQIA, then there will be hope, more hope for this country, no? Mm-hmm. For the LGBTQIA child in the future. Uh, ito lagi ko sinasabi, sinishare. Um, 1994, ipinasa ang 
Animal Rights Act 1994. It's been more than 20 to 30 years na na may mas kamarakap, may karapatan pa ang alaga mong hayop kaysa sa kaibigan mong bakla. If you believe that your friend, family member, people you look up to in media deserve to have that kind of same rights as you have not to be discriminated and basically be better than animals then please vote for people who support passing the SOGI equality bill into law kasi hindi ko matanggap na kung nasagasaan ng alaga mong hayop mas may rights pa siya kaysa na pinalayas ang kaibigan mong LGBTQIA sa bahay niya o hindi siya nakapagtrabaho o hindi siya nakapag-aral dahil lang sa kung sino siya. So, tama na. We cannot wait for 20 more years. There will be more of us murdered, punished, palayasin sa mga bahay, disrespected, lose our jobs, lose our opportunity for school. Tama na. We need these rights so that we can move forward as a country. It's almost barbaric to think that there's a segment of society in this country that do not have the same rights as everyone else. When in fact, this segment of society has worked 10 times harder to achieve that kind of respect from their families, have worked 10 times harder to make sure that they are respected and has contributed so much to the development of this country. You don't even know how much uh, you know they've con- already contributed, but only because they're LGBTQIA, na erase lahat yun and people can just disrespect you. Diba? What if you help us protect ourselves. So that's my call. For the young, you have this power, a huge, huge power within your hands. If you're voting age already, please register to vote and then exercise your right to vote because the future of this country, the next six years of your life, do you still want the same things to happen all over again? Do you still want na wala pa rin karapatan ang LGBTQIA sa Pilipinas? hindi pa rin siya protektado, we are still discriminated against without punishment uh, para dun sa mga nag-discriminate sa atin. And to advocates, my my message is, remember the old saying that you don't, pla- uh, you should, you are advocate plant a tree fully expecting that they're not going to sit on the shade that it will produce. Therefore, we might not experience at all the hard work that we are doing right now. No, it's a change that we may not see in this world. But that's the reason why we are pushing through. That's the reason why we're still doing this. Because beyond us are generations of children, LGBTQIA children, that will grow up in a much better world. The world that we're living in right now is a lot more tolerant of us. Imagine we can speak freely like this. No one hindi yan pwede. Hmm. Noon, hindi ka pwede magsalita ng ganito, di ba? Pero ngayon, pwede. So, that's the work of the generations of advocates before us. Now, it's our turn to make sure that this is a change that will happen for future generations. And eventually, we won't have to celebrate pride. There's nothing to celebrate anymore. Wala nang, wala nang ipoprotesta. Hmm. The, the main goal or like parang the goal of pride is so that no more, it will happen no more. Hindi na siya kailangan. Kasi by that time, we've, we would have achieved equality. We would have achieved mutual respect. And wala nang pakialam ang mga tao sa kung ano ang sexuality or gender mo. You just simply are. And maybe the final words that I will say is to people thinking na parang ang ah, hirap-hirap naman intindihin ng pagiging LGBTQIA. Ano ba yan? Ano ba? Alphabet na yan? LGBTQIA XYZ. You soji. Ano ba yan? Alphabet soup. I don't, I don't understand it. Sure, you cannot. 
Absolutely. There's no one in this world who can 100% understand human sexuality and gender because it's so diverse. But you can 100% respect it. And that's my message to everyone. Thank you so much, Tita Thais. No, more than just tolerance, more than just acceptance, the inclusion and the respect for the LGBTQIA community is very needed. And grabe, Tita, goosebumps. Super grabe. Ang powerful ng last message mo para sa ating audience. So thank you so much, Tita Thais. And before we wrap that up, let's go and proceed sa medyo lighter side naman <laughs> ng ating, uh, ng ating podcast. No? Nakagraduate tayo sa ating serious mode, sa ating kwentang bayan. This time, we'll, fo- we'll now move to Uh, the fact or bluff. So I have three statements here, Tita. Just say if it's a fact, if, if nag-apply sa'yo, and bluff if it doesn't apply. And if you want to explain, you can do so. <laughs> Sige. Sige. Ready ka na ba, Tita? Woo! Ready na! Yes. <laughs> Ready. Statement number one. Nakahanap ng jowa sa Pride March or any advocacy activity? Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bluff, bluff. Oh. Kalandian, oh. Pero... Pero jowa wala. Jowa wala, jowa wala. Okay, sige, sige. Sige, yung mga mag, gusto pong mag, ano, mag-disagree with the statement. Pwede ba? <laughs> <laughs> Baka may mga lumitaw dito pagkatas ng podcast, eh. Oh my... wag na kayong lumitaw. Kinalimutan ko na kayo. <laughs> okay, thank you, Tito. That's a bluff. Second question. Mas pipiliin ang kape? kaysa sa lalaki. Oh my God! <laughs> Napakahirap. Wow! <laughs> Napakahirap. Uy, grabe naman. Pinagpawisan uh, <laughs> ka, Tita. Pinagpawisan <laughs> ako. Uh, I'm a back coffee lover. I, I could drink up to three or four cups of coffee a day. And uh, I make my own coffee. I enjoy making it from the very best uh, coffee beans in the world. To me, nothing replaces coffee in terms of uh, the ability to make me immediately happy and uh, make me feel better, no? Pero, um, tagal-tagal na rin akong walang karelasyon. <laughs> This is a call. Grabe naman, sir. ang kalandian. Um, siguro. Ano ba? <laughs> Grabe naman yung I can't choose. Well, syempre, doon na lang tayo sa kape, inaanak ko. Sige, sige. Yung kape, hindi naman tayo lulukohin yan. Mm. Yung kape, <laughs> nag-drama. Hindi naman tayo pa, aside. Oh, ano. But ang coffee, dita, kahit kaya kanyang painitin. Ang coffee, minsan, painitin, pakabahin, uh, di ba? Palamigin ang ulo, di ba? Pero what coffee really brings me is uh, clarity. So that's what I like. Okay, uh, so pipiliin pa din talaga ni Dita Thais ang coffee. Sabay-sabay po tayong maniwala. Last last statement natin, Tita, ay na-mention na kanina pero uulitin ko ulit. Naniniwala that pride is protest. Ah, ah, absolutely. Uh, sabi ko nga sa'yo kanina, uh, there's nothing to celebrate when kaliwat kanan there are still... Uh, abuses committed against LGBTQIA. Okay, it's a controversial claim na it's nothing, there's nothing to celebrate because of course, there are so many things that have, you know, been uh, improved. Pero kasi, tawag dito, hindi kasi siya institutional eh. Again, on a policy level, wala. Pride as a movement uh, started uh, as a protest. So the roots of pride truly, you know, it, it, it's an activist 
roots. I hope we can all feel that. No? May daging pinaglalaban ang pride. Maraming maraming salamat dito, Thais. Mahaba-haba pa ang biyahe para sa buong pagtanggap at magrespeto sa LGBTQIA community at sa karapatan na dapat ay tinatamasa nila. Katulad ng pakikibaka ni Tita Thais, magpapatuloy tayo hanggang hindi na kailangang matakot ni naman dahil sa kung sino o ano siya o sa kung paano niya nais mananito at ipakita ang kanyang totoong pagkatao. Magpapatuloy ang laban hanggang sa ang karapatang ito ay maging polisiya at may sakatuparan, hindi lamang ng LGBTQIA community, kung hindi kasama ang bawat isa nakikibaka at nakikipaglaban para sa kanila. Sa lahat ng gusto mong i-advise at itatay sa inyong speaking engagement, please feel free to reach her through uh, my email, thaisestrada at gmail.com and uh, connect with me through Twitter at thais, that's T-H-Y-S-Z and on Instagram at T-H-Y-S-Z EST. Thank you so much, Tita Thais. Sa, in- sa inyong mga na- nahilig sa Twitter, mostly ng mga nakita yung nagda-trending ng mga posts, yung panlasang Pinay. Si Tita Thais yun. So, if yes. para makita nyo ang lahat ng ganaps, kung gusto nyo matawa, ma-inspire, mapatumbling sa mga sinistro yung Tita Thais na content, please do follow her on her social media accounts. Muli, maraming maraming salamat sa patuloy ng paikinig sa ating podcast. This has been Borg and thank you so much for streaming Tuesdays with Borgie, celebrating our small victories with the and a story one Tuesday at a time. Samahan niyo akong muli sa isa na namang makabuluwang episode ng Tuesdays with Borgie, your every Tuesday dose of pwentuang may kwenta para sa bayan. 